Good afternoon, or evening, or morning. Afternoon here on the West Coast. Afternoon anywhere in the Americas. Actually, pretty much, I think. Maybe maybe it's still... No, it's, well, depending on where we've met. I guess it's still, it's still morning in Alaska. Let's see... Um, check, check, though we're checking out the, things seem to be good here. We'll just turn that down a little bit, and then, let's see. I, I was tuned up before, but then I played it more. This is a bazooki, which is a... Very, very closely related to the mandolin family. I mean, I'm not sure how it's different, really, when you come down to the basic qualities of it. But they're all different in their own ways, each of these instruments. Feel free to share this window with somebody, wherever you're watching. If somebody else might like it. I mean, not the tuning part. It's not getting much closer. see why guitars got popular. They're easier to tune, for one thing. Except for 12 strings. The tuner tells me I'm totally out of tune. But it's wrong, obviously. What the heck? Okay, it's getting closer. Now the tuner's a little more agreeing with me. Sometimes you just gotta tell these tuners who's the boss. of the year on the 1st of May known around the world as International Workers Day you'll still see people marching in every corner of the earth St. John to Santiago Kerala to Perth all keeping alive the fantasy what could happen down the line when the workers of the world combine see us gathering early in the morn some are celebrating the shackles we have shorn while so many billions are just waiting for the moment that we might stop losing the class war when someday we can all say 
yeah, we're doing fine. When the workers of the world combine. When that time arrives, maybe it looks like May Day, like a festival that comes home and doesn't go away. Every race and gender, every walk and station, with the working class united, every land and nation. Then just watch what happens when we follow the same sign. When the workers of the world combine. Fifth month of the year, on the 1st of May, known around the world as International Workers' Day. So, one thing I noticed is you can't see my man, my uh, bazooki, so I'm going to try to fix that a little bit with the... Your, somebody says, I need a roadie, and that's quite true. The only problem would be, like, feeding and... Housing the roadie. But if there were a volunteer roadie, I need one right here too, just to do things like help me figure out how to adjust the webcam. Or maybe just a hopeless case. Uh, here we go. That's a little better. You can see a little bit of it now. And I can see, uh, obviously, I can see those, uh, fo what folks are saying. There's Craig and, and Edinburgh. I think it looks very likely. we got a, a gig coming up in Edinburgh as well as Glasgow. And um, uh, also, in. Um, I'll be coming right up uh, in, a, in a few weeks, um, on the 20th, I guess, a little more than two weeks from now. I'll be uh, heading out to Kansas for several days, uh, singing at the conference of the uh, CPI, the, uh, what is it called again, Political Information Conference for something, uh, but a, a bunch of communists basically, and um, near Kansas City, and then I come home for very briefly, and then I go back on the road to England, Scotland, Ireland, and New York, and if anybody out there is in England, Scotland, Ireland, or New York, or Wales, for that matter, or anywhere else in the northeastern U.S. Um, I'd love to hear from you about a gig or whatever else you might want to write me about of any interest. I'll be there. And um, I got a bunch of gigs, uh, southern and northern England as well as in Scotland. Nothing confirmed yet in Ireland, nothing in the northeast. I'm not necessarily expecting gigs in the northeast in the middle of summer there or uh, most any other time, but if they come together, I'll be out there anyway, visiting friends and family. And um, there's your commercial announcement for the... And I'm looking at those uh, comments, if anybody has comments related to something I should be doing with this little setup here, just tell me about it. And... Um, Bombing Baghdad, there's a famine in Tigray. Fires are burning in Flagstaff, blocking out the day. The wind blows so fiercely, the grass is turning brown. It's 116 degrees in Portland town. The spas and churches dripping with blood. A tower collapsed in Miami, damaged from the flood. Before the summer's over, who knows how many will drown? It's 116 degrees in Portland town. The prices of houses are rising like never before. Along with ocean waters as the temperatures soar, the developers develop. Water tables go down, it's 116 degrees in Portland town. In the Congress, they're discussing infrastructure. 
whether it should be built to withstand fire they're not sure they found a dead man in an rv wearing a thorny crown it's 116 degrees in portland town in the farms in the valley they're out picking cherries dropping dead in the field with a bucket of berries city of bridges each one like a frown it's 116 degrees in portland town no way out even north of the border welcome to the new world order produced by criminal corporate clowns it's 116 degrees in portland town Lincoln's bombing Baghdad, there's a famine in Tigray. That's last summer. They're predicting the same kind of summer or a lot hotter uh, this summer. And uh, it's really quite, quite a world we've all somehow or other inherited. <laughs> you're working the next you're not and what you have is what you got you lost the job you thought you'd keep you wake up at night you can't sleep you got time now time to dream time to break down cry and scream and the earth spins round again Sometimes your goals of any size just vanish in front of your eyes and all that's left is what you see like the squirrel outside your window in that tree and the man there on the screen who wants us to try injecting Listerine and the earth spins round again. dice are up no telling where they'll land when they come down from the air everything can change and fall apart and it can affect your lungs and your heart assumptions thrown they're in the breeze who knows what they'll be when we're done with this disease and the earth spins round One day you're okay, things are all right then, all of a sudden, overnight, foreclosed, evicted, living in cars, empty hotels and wine bars. Wake up to learn, our collective fate depends on how we cooperate and the earth spins around. And the earth spins around again. Well, it's lovely to see folks out there on the West Coast here with me. Well, Dennis, I'll do a song I just wrote recently that comes to mind 
it's also early in the alphabet. alive as long as they live will wonder was there something that could have been done before nuclear winter blocked out the sun after the earth that we once knew was blown asunder at the end of world war three any pundits who may still be found have heated debates about how the end came round. Was it the Black Sea blockade when the rush for the end times was made, or the breaking of promises promised when the wall came down? At the end of World War III, as people looked for clean water to drink, as they're dreaming of the days when they had a kitchen sink Wishing they could try again To talk to belligerent men Back when we were just hanging on the brink At the end of World War III With billions dead or dying It won't matter who was right or who was lying When civilization has ended Once the last war had descended Only then will there be no one left tonight At the end of World War III As the few left alive Survey the rubble remaining Wondering how long they'll survive to, to question the story Of expansion or conquest or glory No time to rewind from the date Armageddon arrived At the end of World War Three. Let's see. I was um, thinking about Kansas because I'm going to Kansas for the first time in a long time, and um, Kansas has uh, quite a like. I mean, actually, so many places. If you look into it, uh, has such an interesting history. I mean, um, I'm sure going way way back, it has an interesting history. But in terms of um, its history as a settler colonial enterprise, um, it's also very interesting. And um, specifically at the time that Kansas entered the U.S. or was sort of up for statehood. And of course, I mean, for those who don't know or from what, you know whether you do or not, uh, what, what made a territory, as they called them, <clears throat> um, eligible for statehood was basically having a white settler majority in the territory, and then um, basically that you know that then it became a, a state. Uh, and um, Kansas, uh, w w when it was in that situation uh, in the process of westward uh, expansion. Um, it was a question of uh, whether it would be a free state or a slave state, um, because uh, they were working on these compromises, these pre-Civil War compromises, to uh, you know sort of balance these uh, forces in um, in order to avoid the Civil War that then happened. And uh, John Brown was also trying to avoid the Civil War, um, and. Um, 
with far lower uh, death toll, uh, arguably, um, John Brown and the forces of the armed forces of the abolitionist movement of the time uh, drove the uh, slave trade out of the state of or the nascent state of Kansas back to Missouri, which was a slave state at the time, which is also related to why um, you'll find the two cities called Kansas City on either side of the border between Kansas and Missouri. The if I recall the history correctly, the the side the Kansas side is uh, largely, uh, you know, made up of folks who didn't want to be in Missouri, uh, largely on account of their blackness. And um, <coughs> the uh, um, the reference to the Beecher's Bible in the song that's important because otherwise it makes no sense. The Beecher's Bible, the 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 wing of the abolitionist movement that was not involved with illegal armed activities, um, y you know, was often very supportive of the wing that was involved with the armed activities, and uh, so there was uh, among the many supporters of the armed abolitionist movement of the day, uh, it included uh, the. Minister related to Harriet Beecher Stowe, um, another Beecher. It's a lot of Beechers uh, out there who have done a lot of things over time. But um, uh, the Minister Beecher uh, sent the guns that became known as Beecher's Bibles. He was not only a, a minister, but also an expert marksman who, who was uh, actually making, uh, personally making adjustments to the guns that he was shipping out to Kansas so that they would shoot better. Owen Brown was an abolitionist. Now that's, we're going to do it in a different key, though. Owen Brown was an abolitionist. John was Owen's son. He grew up in New England. He was born in Torrington. John Brown was a tanner and a man of many skills. He stood up for the workers who toiled in the mills. He stood up for the Indians. He stood up for the women, for the oppressed and the exploited. This good man stood with them. So when Kansas was bleeding, he went and joined the fray. If the slave trade wanted Kansas, the slave trade would have to pay. Riding through the Kansas prairie with a fine and loyal band. Glory, hallelujah. Beecher's Bible in his hand. Glory, hallelujah. Beecher's Bible in his hand. With 2,000 of New England's best and bravest sons, Captain Brown fought in Kansas with a Bible and a gun. When Free Lawrence was on fire, lighting up the night, the ruffians would flee. John Brown would stand and fight. Lincoln called him a fanatic. And he was a Christian who thought you should do unto others as you'd have others do unto you. Christ said, love your neighbor, and if your neighbor's held in slavery, he was one who felt his duty was to fight to set them free. Riding through the Kansas prairie with a fine and loyal band. Glory Beecher's Bible in his hand. Glory, hallelujah. Beecher's Bible in his hands. He drove the slave trade out of Kansas, then went to bordering Missouri. Raided the plantations, no compromise, said he. Broke the chains and shackles, rode at night to Canada. Out of the nightmare, the devil's friend, America. He was caught in Harper's Ferry, his family lying dead. 
They questioned him for hours as he lay there and bled. They hanged him on the gallows, they laid him in his grave. John Brown was a Christian, and he died to free the slave. Riding through the Kansas prairie with a fine and loyal band. Glory, hallelujah, Beecher's Bible in his hand. Glory, hallelujah, Beecher's Bible in his hand. Salem, Oregon is mentioning Utah Phillips, who is, uh, I'm a big fan and friend of the late Utah Phillips, who was an amazing songwriter, who, who um, really kept alive the memory of the cultural aspect of the musical tradition of the industrial workers of the world for, for a very long time when not no very few others were doing such things and um Something related to the working class. How about? Well, one of the one of the places I'll be going is uh, coming up soon is Scotland, and um, oh, somebody, oh, the pirate song. There's a child out there. Sorry, Dave, I didn't see that. You got it. Here we go. Pirate song. If whatever, whoever this kid is, this is for you. Corin? It's Corin. Corin. This is for Corin. Mm, mm, mm. Let's see, what key should we do? Outside one day and a man was standing there He had a great big beard and lots and lots of hair He said, won't you come down to the shore and join my jolly crew We'll wander around the world beneath the skies of blue We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far Take from the rich and give to the poor and say har 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 is clear. We'll eat birthday cake each day of the year. We'll land on a little island, then we'll form a choir. Blow on whistles and kazoos and dance around a fire. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far. Take from the rich and give to the poor and say har 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 har. Shout with pride, we are scary, hairy pirates, so you better run and hide. We'll stamp our feet upon the floor and our peg legs too. We'll take your stolen treasure, cause that's what pirates do. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far. Take from the rich and give to the poor and say har 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 har. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far. Take from the rich and give to the poor and say har 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 har. Arr. 
Jet fighters bombed the palace. We all watched it on TV. The 11th of September, 1973. All across the world, people cried in vain as we heard stories of the students being tortured and slain. Stories of the workers, shop stewards, and the rest being slaughtered at the new dictator's behest. Labor groups condemned it, said we were on the workers' side, including all the engineers of East Kilbride. People organized a boycott of General Pinochet, who had overthrown Allende with a hawker hunter jet. Then a few months later, March of 74, Bob Fulton came to work at the Rolls-Royce factory floor. He looked at the orders that had come in that day and found crates with jet engines from Chile. Jet engines from the Air Force across the ocean wide, sent to be repaired in East Kilbride. It didn't take a minute for Fulton and his mates to come to the decision they would not touch these crates. Soon 4,000 Rolls-Royce workers voted they agree to stand with the Chileans in their hour of need. Management decried them, the Tories screamed and cussed, but the Hawker Hunter engines were left to sit and rust. Nowhere else on earth were workers qualified to repair the engine sitting there in East Kilbride. It's often hard to know if you've changed anything a whit, but decades later a Chilean general would admit. For a time in Santiago there were no fighters in the sky because the whole Chilean Air Force had not one jet that could fly. They may not have changed the world, this group of Union engineers. But these crates of metal sat corroding for four years. So here's to British labor, how for four years it tried to do what could be done from East Kilbride. Jet fighters bombed the palace. We all watched it on TV. The 11th of September, 1973. and say they'll help but it keeps getting worse each time the landlord lobby pulls the strings of the purse when the human right to housing isn't even part of the debate you know you're living in a failed state Citizens are spending half their lives locked up in a prison for trying to survive. When laws must be broken just to have a place to stay, when the prisons pay the senators to look the other way. If you have to be a criminal to put food upon your plate, you know you're living in a failed state. are all on fire when half the country's underwater when a climate change denier runs the nation and the opposition party votes for oil rigs and pipelines it's not so much a country as it is a corporation buckling under its weight you know you're living in a failed state is an empire facing daily blowback and the only thing your leaders can think to do is attack bipartisan consensus that we need to spend 700 billion before the years end on the military budget to make America great you know you're living in a failed state 
When almost every day some psycho with a gun Has to open fire on a crowd before it's done When an elementary school becomes a free fire zone And all they can say is it's okay now he was acting alone Buy some armor, pray to God, and hide behind the gate You know you're living in a failed state You know you're living in a failed state you know you're living in a failed state. In this weekend's edition of Counterpunch, you'll find my latest of three essays that I've published in Counterpunch over the past three weeks on the subject of guns and massacres. So, feel free to Check that out, if you like. I guess it was nine days ago, was it one of many horrendous anniversaries? Jacob Blake was walking to his SUV Alton Sterling was selling DVDs. Eric Garner had just broken up a fight. Brianna Taylor was asleep in the middle of the night. Tamir Rice was playing in the park. Elijah McLean was out walking after dark. Dominique Clayton was sleeping in her bed where she was shot by a cop in the back of her head. Say their names. Say their names Say their names Say their names Walter Scott was driving to a store Betty Jones was answering her door Philando Castile was driving home with his girlfriend Anthony Hill was naked on the grass when he met his end Edsel Ford was walking in his neighborhood Michael Brown was blown away just standing where he stood Kendra James was shot to death at a traffic stop by yet another unaccountable killer cop say their names say their names Say their names, say their names. Atiana Jefferson was playing a video game with her little nephew. Gun down just the same, Oscar Grant was celebrating the new year. Handcuffed when the shots rang out that everyone could hear. Eric Reason pulled into a parking spot. Not long after that was when he was shot. George Floyd was just shopping in a store. Micah Xavier Johnson thought he was still at war. Say their names. 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 People will at some point ask me what this instrument is. It's a bazooki. It's an Irish bazooki. I'm playing it in D, uh, no, in, in G. G, D, G, C is the tuning I'm playing it in, which is apparently not standard, although there's a number of different standard tunings for the instrument. The instrument is basically an, I mean, adaptation of the Greek bazooki or the Turkish bazooki. And I think whether it's Greek or Turkish depends on whether you're Greek or Turkish, basically, as far as I can tell. But um, it's an instrument from that region that um, is basically the mandolin, akmandola. They're all basically Greek, Turkish instruments that were adapted uh, for, you know, other forms of music. And in the case of the mandolin, I, I don't think it was was it changed at all from, from the original Greek, Turkish, I, I you know, maybe, I don't know, but the bazooki, 
the, in the Western tra tradition, the Irish tradition, it's basically the same instrument except you flatten the back, flatten the front, so it's more like a guitar. And then you uh, have this, the strings are in unison instead of octaves, and it's um, uh, and then they change the tuning to I don't know what the tunings are in Greek or Turkish. Uh, Music, although you can ever look on YouTube and hear some amazing Greek bazooki and mandolin players out there. Um, yeah, so that's what this is, and uh, I really like it. I don't know what you guys think, but I am a big fan of this thing. Okay, I'm going through. What was I gonna? Somebody had a another. Request. Again, that somebody posted uh, one of the pieces I wrote in Counterpunch. That's from, I guess, was that last? That was the first one, the first of the three in the past series. When the shooting ended and then, <coughs> and then uh, Great Replacements. And then the latest is called Talking to, Talking with Anarchists about Gun Control. I don't have any gigs in Wales, but right now, this right now is the anniversary of the first time the red flags were ever used as a symbol of revolution in the world, according to Welsh historians in the uprising of Merthyr Tydfil in, in Wales in 1831, a, an uprising that happened at, during the first week of June 1831, right now, 1831. And it's of particular note, perhaps, to people now, I would say, because um, uh, because of the conditions of, that the miners there were rebelling against, uh, which basically had to do with um, wages lowering and, um, and the cost of food and other necessities increasing, <clears throat> which is a terrible combination that leads to uprisings of one kind or another like the ones that are going on around the world right now as a direct consequence of all sorts of things related to the war in Ukraine, sanctions on Russia, etc. 1831, the age of industry begun For the working folk of Wales, life was short With wages cut again, it was only sensible that then Folks took over, shut down the debtor's court. The gentry pulled the wire, told their men to open fire and restore the rule of their estate. But as the night descended and the battle ended, the soldiers had all fled behind the gate. They chanted cheese and bread and our children must be fed in the days when Wales rose against the crown. They chanted cheese and bread with a bloody lump above their heads when the red flag flew in Merthyr Town. The message went out east and west to put the gentry to the test. The cavalry was ambushed and turned back. After so long playing defense, the time had come now when the workers were the ones on the attack. They chanted cheese and bread, and our children must be fed in the days when Wales rose against the crown. They chanted cheese and bread with a bloody loaf above their heads when the red flag flew in Merthyr Town. sent soldiers by the score till order was restored then came dick penderen's execution another martyr for the cause meant to give us pause the next time people call for revolution 
They chanted cheese and bread, and our children must be fed in the days when whales rose against the crown. They chanted cheese and bread with a bloody loaf above their heads when the red flag flew in Merthyr Town. You got to go to YouTube for the cheese and bread emoji. It's very good. And um, yeah, Paula comments about uh, how this is the, the, the bazooki, whether it's a Greek bazooki or Turkish bazooki depends on whether, you know, it's you're in Greece or Turkey or, you know, and that's definitely the true true of the coffee as well, whether it's like, you know, and I'm, of course here you're getting into dangerous, dangerous cultural ground here, but um, the difference between Greek coffee and Turkish coffee is that Greek coffee is called Greek coffee, Turkish coffee is called Turkish coffee. That is the difference. Also, uh, Arabic coffee, it's called Arabic coffee. That's the difference between Arabic coffee, Greek coffee, and Turkish coffee. And I don't even know what the Israelis call it. They probably call it Israeli coffee. I think the Israelis call it Turkish coffee because they wouldn't want to admit to Arabs doing anything useful. So they would they call it Turkish coffee. I, I actually heard an Israeli call... Um, call uh, uh arabic numerals latin numerals which they're not i mean arabic numerals are way better that's why we use them all over the world latin numerals were very very primitive compared to arabic um but uh i you know it's just i don't think they were even this person who did it i don't think they're even doing it on purpose you know it was like they just it's just a sort of knee-jerk racist kind of thing Oh, what a world. Let's see here. Let's do this song. This is a song I often think I should do, and then I don't. Uh, mm -hmm. Standing here on the highway, turned into a lake. Born on this planet that I didn't make The ice caps are melting, you can measure the rise Of the poisoned oceans, hear all the lies Of the political pundits, corporate crooks Their accountants and scientists cooking the books With hardly an inkling of what it's about Wedded to profit in flood and in drought I'm talking to you from here at the end of the world Standing here on the bayou, midst mountains of soil Washed off from the farmland and covered in oil One ton every acre, lost every year And along with the pesticides it ends up right here Millions of miles of chemical wheat Challenging all to try to compete And lay waste to your country like we've done to ours Let them eat coffee, sugar, cocoa, and flowers I'm talking to you from here at the end of the world Here in the city, shrouded in smoke Ten million people this morning awoke To a future of cancer, industrial disease So let's build some more suburbs and buy SUVs Let's cut down the mountains, burn all the coal Put all the money in a humongous bowl They'll call it progress and they'll blame it on you To end life as we know it, to enrich the few I'm talking to you from here at the end of the world I speak to you now from an occupied place You might call it your home or a terrorist base They'll send your sons and your daughters to make sure that it's theirs While they sit in their mansions on plush leather chairs and Everyone's waiting for us to decide From dust we were born and in dust we resigned Will we realize the commons is to shepherd and share Here in this war zone called land, water, and air I'm talking to you from here here at the end of the world I'm talking to you from here at the end of the world
20 years ago. Let's see here. Going through songs here. Somebody says they like my Shane Burley song, Michael Coutley. Coutley. Thank you very much. Go to davidrovics.com slash trolls if you want to hear my song about the cancel culture commander who tells me I'm an anti-Semite. Oh, I'm sure he'd, he'd denounce John Brown for being a, you know, oh, you know, a Christian. Oh, speaking of Let's see, uh, that reminds me of uh, one of those requests, which I actually do know. Sorry, I'm, I, don't, I don't mean to be ignoring all the requests. It's just I don't necessarily, I don't know how well I could pull them all off. So let's see. This one, though, I was practicing, recently recorded with Kamala. There's a, if you look up on YouTube or on SoundCloud, you'll find a new recording, a new playlist called Prolesville Sessions, recorded with this here microphone, not the most professional quality recording in the world but it's pretty pretty good nice vocal harmony from kamala emmanuel and um it's about a an event that took place on may 31st now i can't remember the year some years ago 2009, I guess. I woke up this morning and I turned on the news. It was a Sunday morning. They were sitting in the pews. I just had it. up this morning and I turned on the news. It was Sunday morning. They were sitting in the pews. The doctor's wife was in the choir. She was about to sing. She saw it all in front of her and she heard that awful ring. In the name of God, he held his pistol pointed at the doctor's head. In the name of God, he pulled the trigger. Now the doctor, now the doctor's lying dead. A doctor Tiller had a family, three daughters and a son. Two girls were both doctors who were proud of what he'd done. They knew someone had to do something before they left this world behind. If it wasn't them, then who would serve the cause of womankind? In the name of God, he held his pistol pointed at the doctor's head. In the name of God, he pulled the trigger. Now the doctor's lying dead. This is not Afghanistan. It's the heartland, USA. Where a girl has to wonder She'll get acid in her face Where they bombed the women's clinics Because the preacher told them to Where the man there on the TV tells them That's what they should do In the name of God he held his pistol Pointed at the doctor's head In the name of God he pulled the trigger now the doctor's lying dead in the name of God. 
name of God. Well, I kind of <coughs> messed that song up pretty good. But then people who really want to hear the non-messed up version can go to that recording we made a few weeks ago where I actually did the chords correctly. And let's do this other request, another one I saw. <laughs> front of me, floating in a cloud, your chocolate eyes meet mine, you're whispering out loud, words that make me shiver, thoughts that make me melt, and I can only be thankful for the deal I've been dealt, for the woods outside this window, for the guitar on my knee, for the smile on your lips, for the good you found in me. Looking at the wood stove and the towels upon the sink With your fingers on my forehead All that I can think is Life is beautiful For the way you kiss my fingers For the way you hold my hands For the way you look in those leather pants for the times like now and I just gotta roll another smoke breathe deeply for a minute and take another toke life is beautiful and when it's over and the afternoon is done We can spend the evening dreaming Of the rising sun And even when the shadows look me Right in the eye I feel your heart within my belly Like the stars up in the sky Life is beautiful Life is well, thank you all so much for listening, and it's a pleasure being back with you here on the internet, but if you're in... Um, England, Scotland, Ireland, or the New York area, then uh, I hope to see you. Or back in Oregon, where I am now. Hope to see you sometime in the pet next few weeks, several weeks. I'll be uh, in Kansas from the 20th to the 24th of June, and then I'll be going to England from the, uh, from the, from the 28th of June until uh, July 28th. I'll be in England, and then Scotland, Ireland, and then after that, at the flight of New York for the first 10 days of August or so. And davidrovics.com slash tour for the details of those gigs. And um, and if anybody is in any of those places and might be inclined to organize something, I would love to hear from you. Just drop me a line on whatever platform you're watching on or uh, my emails at david at davidrovics.com. You can support my work patreon.com slash davidrovics if you're so inclined. The music business is not a good business to be in. Um, these days it's getting worse all the time. I can write a new essay about that, um, about how much it sucks even worse now than it did a few years ago. Um, but it's, you know, we that's not why we do these things generally. Anyway, I digress. It's all a digression. I'll do one more song for all our friends and comrades that aren't here anymore. When the world has gone crazy And it's all becoming clear When they're gunning down our comrades And it seems the end is near 
as they're loading up the launchers for the tear gas grenades. We can take off our bandanas and kiss behind the barricades. When it's madness all around, and you can see this at a glance, we will sing and we will cry, we will laugh and we will dance. As they shout their marching orders beneath the helicopter blades, we shall seize the moment for a kiss behind the barricades. They will try to break our spirit, and at times they may succeed, but our love for the world is stronger than their greed. When the building is surrounded and hope begins to fade, in my final hour, a kiss behind the barricades. As the movement grows, there will be hills and bends, but at the center of the struggle are your lovers and your friends. And the more we hold each other up, the less we can be swayed. Here's to love and solidarity and a kiss behind the barricades. Thank you, everybody. I'll see you soon. You can find uh, this in audio form, too, if you go to davidrovix.com slash this week. It'll be there uh, this week with David Rovix. Also, those essays I mentioned, they're all in podcast form, too. All right, everybody. Thank you, and I will see you soon somewhere on the Internet or in the real world. Keep on keeping on. Bye for now. <laughs>